know me, it's frightening how many novels of suspense I've written. But still, when I'm not recognized, it just kills me. You enter the chilling world of the Stephen King Library. Imagine an exclusive collection of horror. Pet Cemetery, The Shining, Christine, The Chart Toppers, the books that became blockbuster movies. The Stephen King Library, where the master is coming back to haunt you. Welcome to the 21st century, and we are back. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's a real song or if Larry just made that up. I just right. made oh, it okay. up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if I'm missing another reference. You can never tell with him. Yeah. I got I got the neck. I got the neck. You got that. something. I got skills that do not pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Geeking Poetic Podcast. You are listening to the ongoing saga of our <laughs> retrospective we're doing about Stephen King. And we're talking about his books, his movies, and TV shows and adaptations. Adaptations. And we're doing it from the mid-90s through today. Um, in the last hour that you heard of this uh, the other installment of it it we did the 90s uh, most of the 90s because mm -hmm. we had done this we had started talking about stephen king all the way all the way all the way back in what was that may of 2018 yep yeah wow it's almost two years ago now literally a, a year and a half a yeah. year and a half Something ago like that, right? yep yep so we started talking about him then and we went a little bit into the 90s and then we said okay we'll talk more about this later and we <laughs> waited a year and a half <laughs> but with halloween and everything we thought it was a good time to do it so here we are and uh we left off with 1999's the green mile and talked a little bit about tommy knockers and stuff like that but now we are getting into the 2000s and we're doing everything in order and we are only talking about the stories that we want to talk about that we have some something to say i got something to say <laughs> a little bit of knowledge on not much yeah we don't yeah we don't necessarily <laughs> we're have a not ton experts. of knowledge no 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 we don't pretend to be we're just kind of talking about it cuz it's just fun to talk about cuz i mean king covers so much ground horror non horror you know political, religious, scientific, mm -hmm. all sorts of different stuff. So we're just kind of picking out some of the more notable stories from the last 30 years that we're at least at least one of us is familiar with, mm -hmm. if not two or, or three all of three. us. Uh, in some cases, all three of us are. Um, and then we're just kind of saying whether it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down or a rent it or trash it or whatever you know we're just gonna kind of go along with that so hopefully you have listened to the previous uh stuff we talked about and if you haven't then what the fuck are you doing here what are you doing what are you doing and maybe this round maybe we'll start trying to be a little more conscious about spoilers yeah we didn't really announce at the beginning that we were going to be getting into spoilers and we're trying to even though there are spoilers and stuff, we're giving away some details. I'm trying really hard not to like spoil endings and stuff yeah. because part of this too is that we hope that for some of you out there, you might be familiar with some of these stories and some of them you might not. And you might hear us talking about one and go, man, that sounds pretty cool. I should check it out. And I don't want to totally spoil it for yeah. you. 
if that you would be bad. Exactly, if you haven't checked it out. So, um, and it's yeah, and I I don't think I even announced this in the last one, but I'll just do it now. My name is Larry. <laughs> Across the table from me, I have none other than Vito, and uh, the little the little monster in the middle over here, <laughs> as always, is our third erstwhile friend and companion, none other than Megan. Yep. So, <laughs> and it's just the three of us sitting down here in this uh, little basement, studio basement kind of thing, you know, talking about these great stories. And we're covering all of it, uh, books, all different kinds of King media, pretty much. So uh, we'll let you know which one we're talking about when we get to the title. Speaking of that, we are the first story we're going to talk about is going to be the um, mini series that came out in 2002 entitled Rose Red. But I want to bring up something before we get into that. Okay. Which is why was there a few years? How come Green Mile came out in 1999 and then we didn't really see or hear much from King uh, in this area for a while? Like, cause I mean, Rose Rett, you're talking three years when you look at comparatively from the beginning of King's yeah, career, every year, almost at least, I mean, a lot of times there were multiple things, there'd mm -hmm. be a book or books and then there'd be a miniseries and there'd be movies, but there wasn't. And do you guys know why he decided to try to be part of pet cemetery? <laughs> Real? <laughs> I don't think he decided. Maybe it wasn't his decision. No, I don't think it was his decision. Uh, he was uh, he was walking down the in in June of ninety nine. He was walking down the shoulder of a of a road in Maine, uh, nearby where he lived, and a guy who was driving a van and was distracted wasn't was paying attention to his dog or something mm -hmm. uh, was swerving around on the road and he ended up hitting uh, Stephen King. And knocked him like 14 feet in the air, like like really fucked him up. And um, he was in bad shape for a little while. He was in a lot of pain. And uh, I'm, let me see. I see if I can find. It. Yeah, he had a lot of injuries. He had a collapsed lung, mm -hmm. multiple fractures in his leg. He had a lacerated scalp and a broken hip. Yeah. So you know, not 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 cool. <laughs> And uh, he had a bunch. And life imitates art. It sounds like right. one of his characters. It from doesn't the... it? It sounds a little bit like misery. He made his own Paul Sheldon there. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! I was just reading this. It says that the guy that hit him thought he hit a small deer until he noticed the bloody spectacles <laughs> lying on the front seat of his van. What? Yeah. In the van? In the van is what How it says. Did... Well, probably broke the glass, you know, yeah. probably he broke probably the, windshield. the windshield. I mean, he hit him good. He got that sucker good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I mean, thankfully, I mean, he was he was hurt pretty bad, but thankfully Stephen lived. Um, and he wrote Dreamcatcher right after that. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah. He also wrote. He also worked on Rose Red, which some people That's what we're going to focus on instead. <laughs> okay, good. some people some people say is a good thing, and some people say is not such a good thing. Didn't he love this one? Yeah, yeah, he did. He he. Well, this story he was um, it was meant to be like a, a remake of uh, 
it was based kind of on The Haunting, the old movie The Haunting. Robert Wise did The Haunting, which was then kind of based on um, Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Which is actually a really cool series. I um, heard it was. Mm-hmm. I haven't checked it out yet. I, but it's it was really it's good. good. Yeah, I've, I'm not done with it, but I've mm-hmm. started watching that, and it's pretty good. Um, so he originally wanted this to be a movie that he was going to do with Spielberg, mm-hmm. which, like, wow, that could have been something, mm-hmm. and that did not happen. Um, he got injured, and Spielberg kind of like fell out of interest in this and stuff. And, um, you know, I understand that different people have different impressions of what is scary and what is, you know, but I remember when this was coming out and the way it was being promoted was that they were like, oh, this is going to be so scary for being on TV and everything. Like, wow, this is going to be like a, you know, just grab a hold of somebody, you know, just (laughs) grab tight of that seat because boy, oh boy. And I like this story. I like this movie, but it's not that scary. No, it's not. No, because Meg, you've seen it. I've seen it. It's a cool story. Um, What it basically has to do with is there is a house that was built at the turn of the century, 20th century. And um, a lot of sad things happened in the house. Like there was a lot of murders and unexplained deaths and different things that happened in the house that uh, revolve around this wife and her husband who who built this house. They were rich, eccentric and stuff. Much like the Winchester house. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Where she kept adding on to it and adding on to it. Right. She keeps building because uh, a... uh, wasn't it like a, a, psychic, a psychic told her that as long as the house was never, never finished, finished, then she would be like immortal because she was like tied mm. to the house in I a way. See. And the house was, uh, was take a guess where the house was built. What was it built on? Old Indian burial ground. <gasps> wow. How really? How did you guess that? The Wendigo showed up? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Is that, that what it is? The Wendigo from Pet Sematary? Wendigo, yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, boy, we're like we, we never touch on that trope at all, do we? <laughs> you know, how do we explain why this house is haunted Indian Burial Ground every time? Get well, it would make sense that he wanted to st- team up with Steven Spielberg, I guess, right? Poltergeist, yeah. yep. True. <clears throat> so anyway, so yeah, there's a lot of... um typical tropes and stuff that happen in this and what happens is there they have a there's a local uh scientist that works at the college nearby that is infatuated with the story of the house which is called rose red and that's an understatement yeah and uh she ends up hiring a whole team of different kinds of psychics that she wants to bring in she they think they're just there for like kind of like uh research purposes and stuff mm. but it what- sounds oddly like puppet master 2 <laughs>
I don't know why that's so funny to me. Because Vita would bring up a sequel. That's well, why. it's mostly combining Puppet Master 1 and 2 because Puppet Master 1 had a bunch of different psychics that had different yeah, powers in yeah, the house. Yeah. And then Puppet yeah. Master 2 is scientists researching. But right. I, I, anyway. I get it. I mean, I know. it's Puppet Master's okay. <laughs> you know, said, Puppet Master. tropes. <laughs> but I just, I just, I don't know the way he said that. It was just, it was so earnest. Yeah. It was one of those things where you'd be like explaining something. It's like, and there's a, and him just be like, you know, this sounds an awful, <laughs> suspiciously an awful lot like Ginger Dead Man 3, The Passion of the Crust. Actually, Ginger Dead Man 3 is roller... Uh, what was it called? I don't remember the third, the tagline. <laughs> was it three. 2 that was The Passion two of the Crust? 2 Passion of the Crust, yeah. But my apologies to all you hardcore Ginger Dead Man <laughs> fans out there. But and you know what I mean? For the record, skip Ginger Dead Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should just skip all the ginger. Yeah, one, one, one and three are good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy! If the whole world is not sitting here just in agreement that the fucking sequel man <laughs> segment of our show is long overdue, <laughs> um, because Vito is sequel man. Yeah. Um, anyway, it turns out she's taking them into this house because she wants to reawaken. The, the 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 dormant house because okay. it, it's been it's it's supposedly lied dormant, but then there's reasons you find out that it actually isn't dormant. There's reasons why it hasn't come to life, and it has to do with one of the people who gets brought into the house. And there's like connections, familial connections, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It's a really cool story. It the first couple of episodes had me hooked. Hooked line and sinker. Yeah. I was so excited to go back and watch the rest of it, and it quickly fell apart. Yeah, it's another it's like such cool storylines they started, and then just did nothing with. And it's another one where the end. Well, it's the end. It's the the curse of the Stephen King ending. <laughs> it's like, man, your endings suck. However, that being said, Vito, I think you should watch it. Okay. Yeah. How many parts is it? Um, how many? Oh gosh, uh, three nights. Oh, it was aired over. It's like an eight-part series or something like that. Okay, yeah, it was aired over three nights, uh, January twenty-seventh through the twenty-ninth in two thousand and two. Um, another thing about it is, it for as much money and everything that went into making this because they made a big deal out of it at the time, it ends up coming off more like a early to mid 90s miniseries than mm-hmm. something you would have gotten in the 2000s. By the 2000s we had had some pretty amazing shit out there. You know, we had the Matrix and you know, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had sure. some pretty amazing stuff and I get that it's made for TV, but there's just things and stuff, effects and different stuff they do in there that I go, "Oh, come on." You know, <laughs> like really you couldn't do better than that. Uh, it's a pretty cool cast, like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, As Rose from Two and a Half Men. That's sister, yeah, Melanie. Yeah, Melanie Lin- Linsky. Mm-hmm. Had um, one of the guys from It's Always Sunny, one of the fucked up dudes in that one. Oh, God. Which, which, who did he play? He was the, the reporter. Oh, okay, okay. He was Bollinger, yeah. so Jimmy Simpson, okay. Yeah, uh, Zoe Deschanel's sister Emily is in it. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it, it's especially for somebody like you. I I think for some of you out there that have 
<laughs> a little bit more refined tastes <laughs> in your miniseries. And, you know, a lot of you probably are like, oh, I don't like miniseries. I hear that all the time. I'm sure you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, I hear the whole time. Oh, the miniseries are always so bad and corny and everything. Vito is all about the miniseries, yeah. you know. He grew up on them, yeah, so I get what, it. What can I say? They're endearing. And I and here's the thing. So that being said, and we'll move on from this, I give Rose Red a generous, being fairly generous by doing this, I give it a thumbs up. Okay. As do I. I think it's got, it's got redeeming qualities mm-hmm. to it. It's worth watching. Just don't buy the hype that, oh my God, this movie it's is so, so scary. scary and everything. It's not scary. It's it's got some tense moments it, and it's got some cool ideas in it and stuff, but it's not the kind of thing that's gonna give you like major nightmares. At least not most people, maybe some people, but not us people. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, that speaking, keeping on the television tip of things, that same year, um, they came out with a series based on the dead zone now are you guys familiar with the original dead zone book and movie vaguely i really 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 enjoy the book except when they get to the last assassination <laughs> yeah i just i kind of zone out during that part gotcha. i have seen the movie with christopher walken i did enjoy that um i, I like the a, movie better yeah yeah i like the movie better i think we talked about this in that first episode have, yeah. i like the movie better than the book well, they decided to do a TV show on USA Network, and it was a six-season six show. Wow. It, it did well. It has its following. I really liked it. I have to admit, though, I can't comment too much on it because I only watched like the first four seasons. I don't think I ever saw seasons five and six. I don't, so I don't know how it ends, so I can't spoil it for anybody. Be awesome if you went to space in those two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised. Um, I know that that you know. All I remember was the whole thing that they said that in the sixth season they were going to do like a big change, you know. And I was like, okay. I think we we talked about that a little bit too. Maybe that yeah. sounds vaguely familiar to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it never, uh, they never properly finished it. It was a good looking show. It had cool effects. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall plays the main character, mm-hmm. the like the walking character. He's such a good actor, man. You know, most of us remember him as being the nerd in the John Hughes movies yeah. and stuff, but it, when he was wonderful in that. But he was really good in this role. And um, yeah, he really made the character a little more endearing than Walken did. Because Walken's just so weird. Wa- yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, no, Anthony Michael Hall like did a did a much more um, down to earth, endearing version. And of course, it was a, it was a series, so it was like all these different adventures and so and right. and it's a different take. It's based on you know what I mean. Because it's, it's like an episodic. Like this one right. doesn't relate to the previous episode. Whatever, right? right, right, right. Um, it was done by Lionsgate. Mm. and everything and a a great show yeah i mean i know you guys don't have much to say about it and everything excellent show you can find them pretty easily online and i know you can get like the whole seasons pretty cheaply on dvd like you could find them for like next to nothing Mm. so uh yeah i recommend it it's good you'd like it all right so again we are keeping it with the tv and this one (laughs) This one will be interesting to talk about. This one is 
a remake. Now we're getting into more remakes. We already had the remake with The Shining. Now we have our next miniseries remake of Salem's Lot. Hmm. Now, anybody who knows me and has listened to our other stuff knows that Salem's Lot is like my favorite. Like, I love Salem's Lot. I love the 1979 miniseries. I know it's cheesy and it's of its time and all that kind of stuff. But that being said, I still think that first one is scary. You know, for for a 1979 TV show, it's scary. Okay. This one. Not so much. No. Did you, have you, did you watch it? No. You've seen it though, right? I watched it, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of it? I had, I knew the story because we watched the other one. I had a hard time following it for some reason. Like, I don't understand what's going on at this moment. And like the scary, the parts that are scary in the first one are not even close to scary in this one. Not even. Like they had like the kid in the window. That was, that was creepy as shit. In the original, yes. In the original. And this one, they put him like behind a uh, curtain in the hospital. Really? And he's like, no, I'm at the curtain. Like. (laughs) You yeah, even the way even like, the way he's like move the curtain. <laughs> even the way he's acting it, the Glick boys and the way they they did their makeup and the eyes and just mm-hmm. the whole way they did it. Even though you know they, I know they're obviously on wires and it, it's fucking creepy. And the way they do that with the backwards smoke, yeah, that's great, and all that and that music and stuff and yeah. the setting, it's chilling. You know, this did not have that, and it's mm-hmm. like oh what a disappointment you made this in what 2004 you had so much good technology and stuff plus unlike the original one that was done for cbs in the 70s which had all sorts of limitations this was done for cable television Mm -hmm. so you could get darker you could get more violent you could get more sinister and it's not it's not at all don't even get us started on that freaking vampire oh my god so I'm sorry. I know that in the book, Barlow, the head vampire, the main vampire, is not a Nosferatu. And that was a lot of people's complaints as they said, oh, Toby Hooper changed it to this Nosferatu that wasn't the way that wasn't the way it was in the book. He was actually supposed to be more of a man and everything. And so once again, we get to the whole thing of no, by gum, we have to make it more true to the book. Man, it doesn't work as well because in this one, they got Rutger Hauer mm. to play Mr. Barlow. Now, I like Rutger Hauer quite a bit in a lot of his stuff. He's not scary. He's not intimidating. He's kind of a douche. Like, you're just sort of like, and by things that I've read, because um, it stars Rob Lowe, who, let me say this, Rob Lowe is good in this. Yes. yeah, I uh-huh. dig Back Rob that. Lowe. Rob Lowe, another holdover from The uh, Stand. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, he was also in The Stand. Um, Rob Lowe does a very good job as uh, as uh, uh, Ben, right? Yeah, yeah, ben, yeah. yeah. And uh, he does he does a good job as him. There's good acting in this. Don't get me wrong. There is some good acting in this. There's less corny acting, I guess you could say, in some of this than there is in the 70s one. But I guess that's that's kind of to be expected. Mm-hmm. But everything else pales in comparison. I think the effects in this one aren't as good as oh, the God, 70s one. Close. It's not as scary. It's not as sinister. It does it. There's a couple parts where you're like, ooh, okay, yeah, that's that's a little weird and yeah. creepy. But man, 
all the all the things that made the original Salem's Lot miniseries work in lieu of all their downfalls, they don't have any of that in this. And yeah, and it again because it's more like the book, it ends differently. It ends totally differently. They yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> I hate to say this because I wanted so bad to like it. But I'm going to have to give the 2004 Salem's Lot a thumbs down. It's not a hard fuck you thumbs down <laughs> because I do still think it's worth watching. If you've seen the original one, here's why I think it's worth watching, Vito. So like you, mm -hmm. I think it's worth watching because I would hope that it make you like the original one better. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. He's going to end up watching and be like, I really like Love this. this one. <laughs> <laughs> There's there. are Yeah, maybe I wouldn't give it a thumbs down. I'm going to give it a neutral. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I'm a neutral thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving it like a sideways thumb, you know, like it's it's not it's not horrible. It's totally watchable. It's just like, oh, man. Now, that being said, again. The story that I have is that they are doing another remake. Jeez. But maybe they can get it right this time. Maybe. What vampire movies do we need, man? <laughs> yeah, but this is one of the best ones, in my opinion. If they it, do it right. I wish I could say we were moving on to something better. We are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, no, we're not. We are moving <laughs> on to a feature film that is... The story Secret Window came out in 2004. Johnny Depp. Who, you know, I'm a big, fucking love Johnny Depp, man. Big Johnny Depp fan. Uh, Absolutely. But, but unfortunately, has some clunkers. And but this, it's not this. Oh, it, it sure as fuck is. I remember seeing the trailer for this back in the day, and I didn't know what the fuck it was supposed to be. It so I never me watched out. it. Is this based off Secret Window, Secret Garden, or something yes. like that as a novella? Or yes, whatever? it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, then, I, have no, I have no idea what any of this okay. is about. So. Well, yeah, so so Johnny Depp is, uh, he's a mystery writer. I, really? Wow. That's you're telling me a... the main character in a Stephen King story is a fucking writer <laughs> of a book? I mean, God, that, that he never he does, does that. that. No, he only does that in every fucking story. <laughs> every oh, not everyone. Um, ninety percent of them. I go ninety-five. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go eighty-five on that one. I don't know. Okay, Maybe over under. I guess. Listen, guys, eighty-five, <laughs> eighty-five to ninety-five percent. <laughs> Still pretty fucking high. It's a fucking lot. <laughs> well, you write what you know, man. Yeah, you know it's true. Three, two, one, one, two, three. What the fuck is wrong with King? Come on, man. <laughs> Can you come up with somebody? Do you have to put yourself in the main, you know, character role of every every story? Come on, man. Anyway, I mean, you're the one that's a fan of this. Do you want to take point on this? Is there some you want to say? Okay, so Johnny Depp's character, can't think of his name, but- Mort. Mort. Oh, that's right. It is Mort. His name is Mort? Mort. Jesus Christ. This is already <laughs> off to a bad start. <laughs> but he has a writer's block. He is getting divorced from his wife, 
and he's moved into this cabin and he's trying to write and everything. And this guy shooter comes to his door and says, hey, you stole my story. Mm. You, you know, you have to give me credit. And he's like, no, I put it out first. So he's like trying to find this like focused on proving he wrote it first. Okay. A lot of shit happens. People get hurt and it ends up, turns out that he's fucked up in the head. Mm. And Oh, Mort? Mort. Yeah. Mort is fucked up in the head. Well, I, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> so Mort ends up, like, he kind of looks in the mirror, he puts on this hat and everything. He actually ends, he's Shooter. He oh, is Shooter. okay. But he's like, Mort is the good guy, Shooter's the bad guy. And he's the one hurting all these people. Mm. So he, he did plagiarize his story because it was his story. I gotcha. And it's just like in My Pretty Little Liars, they did the same thing. The girl yeah. split personalities and the one committed all the murders. Okay. And that she sounds, kept herself, so. That sounds interesting. Yeah, and then he, secret window. There he is yelling, fucking <laughs> blows from the bathroom. <laughs> He's literally <laughs> shitting on this movie. <laughs> 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 so yeah but he has a secret window that's up in the cabin and he looks down on the secret garden where mm. bodies are buried i see so and i just gave away the whole goddamn movie i just did exactly what i said i wanted to do <laughs> oh well so pretty much that sounds interesting i actually would want to see that yeah it is very good and that's the kind of shit that it fucks with my head uh-huh. because it's all internal it's like somebody could seem normal but they could switch on you like that, yeah. and they don't even know that they're they're fucked right, up. Right. To them, they're normal. They don't they don't realize they're this other half, and that, that's just creepy to me. And it's scary that your mind can do that, and you're not even aware of that. Right? You know? It's a cool concept. It's just not done very well. I think. <laughs> Have either of you read the the work, like the actual book or whatever? No, no. honestly, okay. I haven't. I'd be curious. I, I I saw the movie and it just turned me off so bad. Okay, here's the thing. To be fair, I probably need to watch it again because I it just the movie just made such a bad impression on me mm-hmm. at the time. I don't know if it was because it was like not what I was expecting it to be. I just remember I it was another one of these movies where I have a hard time when I don't find myself endeared to or liking any of the characters. I don't like Johnny Depp. I didn't like fucking Shooter. I didn't like, <laughs> the, you know, any of them. I mean, it's like, you know, the, the the Mort's dog, you know, who bites it. I mean, you know, that's probably the only redeeming character in the whole fucking movie. The dog? Yeah. yeah. Shooter kills the dog. Yeah. And these names, Shooter and Mort. Does Shooter <laughs> shoot the dog or is he kind of... You know, I don't remember. I keep thinking of Shooter McGavin from fucking... Uh, yeah. Happy Gilmore. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so you give it a solid thumbs up. I would give it a solid thumbs up. I really enjoyed this movie when I watched it. I give it a thumbs down with the caveat that I will watch it again sometime. Okay. And see if I something and see if I feel differently about it. But I just, man, I really disliked this movie when I got it. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. 
Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Oh, and so now we are moving on to another um, Megan. Favorite? No, she loves this one. She loves it. I thought you told me that you were like, man, this is one of my favorite books I've nope, ever read. No, nope, don't think that's what I said at all. <laughs> I know that's not what I said. I oh, barely no. made it through this one. This one was rough, man. And which one is this? This is 2006 Lisey's Story. Yeah. I I did not read this. So you have not read it, right? No. Is this the one where there's like a book in the attic and she's reliving memories or something? Um. No. Okay. Kind of, sort of, I guess, okay. maybe. What happens is her husband is a writer. I know. And <laughs> wow. I know. I know. And he died two years ago. And she's working on cleaning out his studio. And King actually got the idea for this mo- or for this book. Possibly becoming a movie soon, actually. Yeah, 2020. In 2020. Really? J.J. So, Abrams. I, no yeah. shit. Yeah, I might have to get this another shot. <laughs> just for that but we'll see <laughs> and the main character is going to be played by julianne moore really yep julianne moore is the bomb so yeah, i like julianne moore. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, they might be able to redeem it but we'll see and clive owen oh yeah yeah so we'll see yeah, we'll anyway see. you go on so explain. anyway so he got the idea for the story because when he was had his accident he's in the hospital his wife was like cleaning up his office and everything and mm-hmm. he came home to find all his shit in boxes he's like this is what my life would look like after I'm dead. So he wrote this book where the writer died mm. and the wife slept to clean up the the office space. And there's these people that are diehard fans and they keep wanting her to turn over his unwritten, his unpublished books and everything. And she's like, no, I'm not ready. You can't have it. I'll give it to you when I'm down. Well, good and ready. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. I'm not ready. And, She's got these two sisters. I don't even know what... Three sisters, I think. I don't know. They have nothing to do with this fucking story. I don't even know why they're in this book. Other than... I I, I don't know. And then everybody in the book has like six nicknames. I was like, really? Do we need six nicknames for everybody? Can we just have one name? Or maybe two, a nickname for somebody? I I got very confused on who's who at at points. (laughs) They, he just kept repeating himself over and over and over again. It's like, I get it. The husband was a quick healer. Like, oh, but Lisey has a quick healer. Lisey, Lisey. I don't know. It was very annoying. And they kept making up words for other things. You mean like how he could transport himself to Booyah Moon? Booyah Moon was his other oh. world he could transport him to. What? <laughs> Vito's like, no, I'm out. Yeah. Booyah fucking Moon. What kind of dumb name is that? So does she like end up? I, I kind of vaguely remember reading something about this. Does she like go into like a world that he created or something yeah. like that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because okay. um, one of the people that wants her his stories ends up like stalking her and he like um like abuses her mm-hmm. and mutilates her oh. and kills her kills a cat that he thought was hers, but it's just a barn cat and I don't like that. No, yeah, I didn't either. Cool. He like shoves it into the 
mailbox and stuff and really fucked up dude. And she ends up, her and the sister end up going to Booyah Moon and this guy comes and some, some creature in Booyah Moon, you know, you, you can't be there at night because you're not protected. Yeah. You know <laughs> what like, you're going to be happy to learn? Yeah. That not only are they adapting this, it's going to be an eight part yeah, series. Yeah, because he wants to make for sure that the full story is in it. I'm like, <laughs> are you fucking goddamn kidding me? Because if it's a movie, you can't get the whole story. They have to cut things out. So you need to cut things out. Because it even said in like the fo- or the the end thing where he's like, my editor, she's like, she really made me take out a lot in this. He's like, oh my god, are you serious? You she made you take out a lot. She's like, he's like, so don't blame her. It's like you if you have to say that, you put too much shit in there. That doesn't matter. I had a really hard time. With this one. <laughs> Yeah, I only know like the basic synopsis of it. I didn't read it, so yeah, you took one for the team. (laughs) Yeah, that one I did. I'm. I will give this new series a shot. J.J. Abrams, Julian Moore, Clive Owens. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. But it sounds pretty terrible to me. (laughs) Well, you never know. You know, the thing is, is. Sometimes the way things translate off the page onto film, onto the screen, Mm -hmm. makes it different. It could translate better as a movie, whatever, miniseries, TV Mm -hmm. show. It could. You have other instances where things do not translate well off the page into an eight-part miniseries. We will talk about that that for sure. Yeah, I would be very happy if they just completely rewrote this story and put it into the movie. I'd be fine with that. Well, you know that could actually happen because that there's a precedent for that. <laughs> it could. We're not ready to get to that. Nope, we'll because, get there. Boy, we're we're leading up to a Larry explosion coming up <laughs> soon. But uh, you're not there yet. So you're gonna give the book for big li- two fucking thumbs down with my toes <laughs> thumbs down too. Oh, don't to- say toes. Big toes down. Don't say toes. You're gonna, gonna make Vito. I'm gonna hurt. finish breaking off Vito's toe and give that a thumbs. <laughs> make that go down too. <laughs> Vito. If you didn't listen, I'm sure you probably listened to the first part of this, but I broke Vito's toe the other night. And <laughs> I feel really bad about it. <laughs> He's being a good sport and trying to ignore the pain, you know, but uh, so let's just not talk about toes. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on, please. Yeah, moving on. We're still uh, firmly entrenched here, getting into the the second half of the first decade of the 21st century. Now we are moving on to 2007's The Mist. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, now here's the thing. Uh, you guys have seen it. I have honestly never seen it. Have you read the uh, novella? No. Do you kind of know what the basics are of the story? I do kind of know what it's about, yes. I don't know why I thought we touched on this in the last one, too. I think I might have mentioned it in like Maybe. our... Uh, honorable mentions but we're like yeah but it's past our cutoff point or something like that okay maybe that's now it. didn't they make this twice isn't there like a 2007 movie and then like a 2017 there's like a TV. miniseries yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing oh. okay. i heard the miniseries was not good at all yeah i have not to... seen any of that i've only read the novella and seen the movie the frank darabont movie which is 
in my opinion, very excellent. Mm-hmm. Especially the ending, man. The ending is phenomenal. This actually has a good ending? Yeah. Holy wow. shit. It's because they rewrote it. It's not oh, Steve- it's and Stephen the key. And the Stephen King prefers the movie ending than his book ending. As well he should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't spoil the ending, but I'm sure a lot of you have heard about the ending because that's like what everybody talks about is how awesome it is. But basically, this, mo- this book and movie have the perfect setup to me, which is the military branch or a government branch opens up a portal and creatures come out of it and fuck up humans, which is that's, one of the coolest plot I was lines just say, you could ever think that's of. That's got Vito written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and there's this mist that takes over the town, and these creatures are actually inside the mist right. because mm-hmm. it's expelled from this portal that was created. And a group of town townspeople get trapped inside a grocery store where they cannot leave. Right. And dude, there's like these spider things that shoot these acid yeah. webs. Oh, it's so fucking oh. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, the movie does have some bad CGI in it, so I will give you that. Right. But there's these cool tentacles that will come in and literally like yank people off screen, which is a gag that I am totally in love with. <laughs> And I just, I just love the setting, the storyline. There's some weird, like religious cult lady that everybody right. kind of flocks to, which is detrimental to the story, I think, because people turn too quickly. They've only been in the grocery store for like twelve hours, and people are already, yeah, they're already going for this witch hunt where they want to kill this guy and the kid because they think he's the devil and all the shit. So you the devil, yeah, that kind of goes <laughs> off the rails. But dude, the ending of the movie is fucking dark and it's fucked up <laughs> I, I, I literally just read this quote it said there should be a law passed stating that anybody who reveals the last five minutes of this film should be hung from their neck until dead jesus <laughs> that's darker than the movie <laughs> wow yeah i very much want to see this um it sounds pretty cool it is uh yeah i i, I didn't know very much about this but the base i knew basic stuff like it's another freak Frank Darabont mm-hmm. adaptation. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's got a good record for, you know, taking the stories and making them into something. Um, and I also know that what's kind of interesting about it, especially given the premise, is that a huge chunk of the Walking Dead cast is in this movie. Oh, okay. Uh, Jeffrey DeMunn, Lori Holden, Melissa McBride, Juan Gabriel Pareja are all in that. Uh, so yeah, four or five of them. And it's kind of funny because, you know, you think about things like them getting trapped in a supermarket and being hunted by these undead creature, whatever supernatural creature kind of things. It's like, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Of course this came first, but. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen The Walking Dead. I might've seen the first episode and I just could not. Really? Yeah. I could not get into it, man. Really? Yeah. (laughs) For me, zombie movies, dude, they're going to be in the 80s or miniseries, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. So you give this a solid thumbs up? Oh, two solid thumbs up, my friend. Mm-hmm. Megan, what do I you I would th- do a thumbs up. Yeah. It okay. was enjoyable. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we can't say too much more about it, but it's highly recommended. Uh, one that is, I already know just from the little bit I've talked to her, that is highly recommended <laughs> is 2007's 1408 fucking loved this movie yeah i think this is my number one stephen king movie mm. out of every movie damn this is it that's Even really like years, huh? <laughs> surprising but okay <laughs> I, I know i went a little extreme there 
But yes, I know it had mixed reviews on how people felt about it, but I fucking love this movie. John Cusack was amazing in it. Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson was fucking amazing in it, of course. It, again, one of those another psychological movies where you're put on repeats and have same same horrific shit happen to you over and over and over and there's nothing you can do about it. You can keep trying to escape it, but it's it's, it's going to keep sucking you back in. That's a scary thought. The, yeah, that that shit freaks me out. So, and yeah, it was really well done. I enjoyed the special effects about it. Um, he'd say something and you're like, "Oh, that's weird how that happened." And then it it happened. You're like, "Oh, that makes sense now." I mean, some things it was predictable and corny, but I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I've only seen parts of it, but the parts I saw was like, damn, that's really cool. Like when he looks out the window and he sees that old timey frame stuff going on and there's like a woman in like a carriage or something Mm -hmm. and then the time travel aspect or whatever where he sees into the past, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Now, did you know that they filmed four different endings for this? No, I did Hmm. not. Yeah, they they clued it. (laughs) They made it like clue. Um, That makes it even cooler. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In addition to the ending that appears, I'm reading this, uh, in addition to the ending that appears in the theatrical release, which is also the default ending of the theatrical release DVD, three alternate endings were shot. The incentive for filming three alternative endings was based on the director's belief that King's intention in his original story was to leave the conclusion ambiguous. But none of the four endings match the ending of King's original story. So there's technically, oh, I guess, man. five endings. All right. So I need to go read the book now and find these other endings. Um, yeah. So there's the one that you know. Okay. Um, well, there's a theatrical ending. I don't. I can't read it because I don't want to like yeah, give, don't give it away. away. Um, and I don't know which one you saw. Did you see the theatrical or did you see the director's cut one? Probably theatrical. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Because from what you told me about it, it doesn't have, then there's a director's cut ending. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's specified because I just did it on Amazon. Because then it says, yeah. Uh, and then there's a second alternate ending. There's a third alternate ending. Yeah, you'll have to look into these and, and yeah. later and tell me which one it is that, that is the ending they did. But uh, that actually intrigues me now. I, I mean, I've I've wanted to see this. I'm a big John Cusack fan. Uh, I went and saw John Cusack uh, do a live Q&A earlier this year. And at one point during the Q&A, something came up about 1408 and a sizable chunk of the audience like, you know, woo, you know, like hooped and hollered. And he's, he acknowledged, he's like, you know, it's one of those ones that like people either just fucking hate it and they just are like don't like it don't get it but then it's got like it's fans that are like no that's one of the best you know and obviously meg is I am that a boat. fan yeah yeah i really enjoyed it every bit of it okay um three thousand thumbs up <laughs> interesting yeah the third alternate ending is the one that they show on netflix in japan <laughs> well, I just I saw this. It says test audiences didn't like the original ending, right? And that's the one I saw. You saw the original ending, yeah. The one what that... this describes here, which I'm not going to say, but that's yeah, is the original. And you, and you like that ending, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, why did anybody think of that downer. sooner? Hmm. Well, t- t- 
a fucking Stephen King book. Of course, it's a downer. <laughs> Well, the whole premise of yeah, of, the whole premise. Did they of this. miss the whole point of the everything? Well, he, he basically is like a skeptic, right? And he goes in to try yeah, because to... he he's a writer. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. He's a writer. He goes around to these hotels, and they're supposed to be haunted, and he basically proves them wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like nothing fucking happened. I go in with all this equipment, nothing ever happens. And he got a postcard saying, don't go to the Dolphin Hotel in New York and do not stay in room 1408, which, of course, he promptly goes to New York, Dolphin Hotel, and asks for 1408. And Samuel Jackson's character, that he's the manager there, he's like doing everything possible. Do not go in that room. He's like, I'm begging you. Here's my files. I have every death. There's 57 deaths that's happened in this room, this one room. I have everything on it. You can read it. Just You can stay in the room next door to it. Just do not go in that room. And he's like, mm, yeah, no, I'm going to go in that room. He's like, I fucking told you. I, Because I, it was by law, You, if the hotel has the room free, they can't not give it to you. Mm. So he's like, no, I'm taking that room. And they're like, well, by law, I can't say no. Mm. I tried to talk you out of it, but I can't say no. So here you go. Let me guess. The room knew who he was and called him into the room. Yeah, it never really specifies no? who calls him in. That sounds like a king thing to do. Yeah. 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 And I don't, yeah, I don't want to give too much more mm-hmm. away about the postcard and stuff. Yeah. It comes no. back later. Okay. But, um, yeah. So the, the room is evil. It's just pure evil. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps fucking with them. And they're like, nobody lasts more than an hour in that room. And John's like, Pfft, whatever. I'm going in there. Nothing's going to happen. I'll see you tomorrow. I like that concept. That's a really cool concept. Yeah. Yeah. Just like an evil room. Reminds me of the movie Ghost Ship. <laughs> really, really good movie. We've talked about that before. Yeah, we've talked we about haven't. that. I thought you were going to say Cube, but, you know. Uh, no, well, Cube is good, but it doesn't have any, like, supernatural that's possessive true. properties to it. Right. And Event Horizon is another one that's kind of like yeah. that. It's really good. Right. All right, so hardcore thumbs up Hardcore definitely thumbs up. So finally moving on to a veto book. We have 2008. Is he Duma Key? Duma Key. Is it Duma a November's key. Duma Key? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't it know. Is. I honestly don't know anything about Duma Key. So nope. you're, this is all you, Vito. This is all you, man. So basically, a quick summary. Um, there's this guy who worked construction. He was in, in an accident where he lost, I believe, his left arm. And he got pretty fucked up. And to do some physical therapy... Oh, also he had some mental issues where he was turned very violent against his wife. And they ended up getting divorced, and he has at least one daughter, maybe another child. But anyway, his therapist says that, hey, listen, you were a painter as a kid. You should get back into painting to kind of rejuvenate yourself. So he moves down to Florida in one of these keys, rents a house on the beach, and starts painting stuff. But the thing is, he's starting to paint some stuff that becomes reality, and some of it's not good. Like Rose Red, kind of. Hmm. The artistic okay, girl, yeah. she paints the pictures right, and makes right. the yeah makes it come to life. So what happens is he starts painting some stuff, and it's like bringing the spirit back to the world who starts targeting people that he knows, hmm. and stuff goes horribly wrong. He meets a guy on the island or whatever that says, hey, listen, I know what's going on. We've got to do this kind of stuff. And there's an old woman who kind of knows what's going on, so they got to team up and try to combat this evil spirit while all this crazy stuff's happening to his family 
off the island back in like Minnesota or whatever. Hmm. It's it's very very cool. A lot of creepy yeah. stuff and yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I recommend it. Is it does actually. See, I check that one out. That's what I said. That's what I enjoy about doing this is because then it's like, oh, okay. That sounds like something that would be worth checking out. That I'm not, you know what I mean? There's so much to check out. I just, <clears throat> I'd heard the title of this, but I knew nothing about it. So nice. That's a good one. Do you think it's one that could be adapted? Yes, I would like to see an ad- adaptation of it. Um. I don't know if you need an eight-part miniseries adaptation, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, well, those, those don't yeah. always work out for the best anyway. <laughs> but a two-nighter, a two-nighter would be good for that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Okay. So big thumbs up from you. Yeah. All right. And, and Meg and I have a couple of curious question marks for it. Yeah. I think we're getting close. Yeah, we're getting to the end of the uh, first uh, decade, the 2000s. And we are ending with 2009 book, which was then also later made for a TV uh, series known as Under the Dome. This book is another really, really great book, which Stephen actually started writing back in the 60s or 70s, possibly. Right. But he didn't really know where to go with it because I think he needed to do a lot of research on what would happen when you... Basically, the story of the book is this gigantic clear dome falls over this town and no one can get out of the dome. They're trapped. So his thing was, well, what would happen inside the dome? What kind of atmosphere would happen? Would it have an effect on the weather and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. And that's what tripped him up when he started first writing it. He's like, I don't have time to research all this stuff. Right. I'm going to shelve it. And Mm -hmm. then 30 years later or whatever it was... He did not see the Simpsons movie, so he wrote the book and it came out. And that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 pretty much. And uh, things in this town are there's one of the most evil characters he's ever written is in this book. Oh, wow. um, yeah, there's a lot of man fucked up stories that happen to this town and and what the town is surrounded around, and the ending is a little bit. Um, Stephen King. Yeah, it's it takes kind of a left turn at one point. We're like, what the fuck? But <laughs> it is what it is. But leading up to that, the characters are great. It's it's just a really really good book. Now I have not seen this miniseries. I heard it's not that great. You haven't seen the no, miniseries. I have not. Yeah, see, I haven't either. Um, There's literally like 50 characters. Yeah, he oh has them, I think, listed by name and what they each right. do. So you to try kinda, and keep track of yeah, it. Cause there's yeah, because so many. Yeah, because I actually got that in audiobook. So that's. I have the audiobook too, but I did not make it through the whole thing. I don't know if I didn't like the narrator or whatever. Yeah. But I've never heard well, the audiobook. Yeah. yeah. I haven't started it yet. Okay. So. I may have to get a copy of those, of those yeah, I characters. Think I, I think I got maybe five or six hours in, and I just didn't listen to it anymore. Mm-hmm. But the book, the book, book is really good. Yeah, it's it's a it's another one of those that by some people it's highly regarded. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people were pretty excited when they were coming out with the the series, and then I heard a lot of people saying, "Oh, yeah, yeah, wasn't really living up to our expectations and stuff." So. I almost wonder if I wouldn't be better off watching the miniseries first. 
and then reading the Maybe. book, since most people <clears throat> seem to think that the miniseries is inferior. And the reason I say that is because there are other instances where the book was so fucking phenomenal, and then they came out with a miniseries that was so vastly fucking inferior that it kind of ruined it all for me. So save I, it, save it. Oh, it's coming up in the next in the next episode. In our conclusion. Yeah, Larry's gonna lose it. Oh man, yeah, we'll get to that. Everybody's gonna be like, I wonder what he's talking about. If you haven't figured it out yet, as we said, this is just going on so long. We're gonna have to do this in. Uh, installments mm -hmm. i think we're gonna cut it off here you know yep. we'll go decade mm -hmm. decade by decade so we've covered two whole decades again we're gonna take a break and um i'm gonna go find a copy of secret window and piss all over it and uh <laughs> no i'm not i'll watch it again i'll give it another chance <laughs> i just can't i can't and promise then if not, you can use it as a coaster i can't promise i'm gonna like it but yeah we will be back um we're gonna Take a break a and then we're going to come back and we'll, so come back, make sure you check out part three and uh, <laughs> we will be talking about uh, the 2010s, basically the, the rest of the movies and books and miniseries from then until tomorrow, essentially. Because and then in 10 years from now or 11 years from now, we'll, we'll talk 20s. about, yeah, yeah, we, we never know. Hey, you never know. We might still be around in 10 years from now. Who Stephen knows? King? I, I don't know. but <laughs> His, wow, his books will always be here. <laughs> Jeez. Talk about that. That's a grim Getting way a to grim end. Getting a little grim at the end Getting here. a little depressing Stephen King like ending on it. Stephen King. Way to go, man. Jeez. All right. We but will then we'll back. move on to the Dean Koontz retrospective, and that'll be great, too. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. You guys still got to talk about Rollins. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, yeah. I'm like three books behind now. Yeah, on I'm, I'm pretty Force. behind on him. Yeah, oh boy, we're gonna start uh, geeking rainbow soon. Our our, <laughs> yeah. our our book retrospective thing. People be like laughing, going, "Oh, geeking rainbow!" No, we're dead serious. I'm, no, I'm not kidding. We're doing it, man. We're doing it. Amazing. We're gonna split. Split. And then we'll be back. All right, Jack. Part three.